A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. James Bonding Podcast. It's the James Bonding Podcast. It's the James Bonding Podcast. It's the James Bonding Podcast. Welcome to the podcast discussion about everybody's favorite Indiana Jones movie. I think it's our favorite. It's certainly this podcast's patron saint of James Bond movie. I mean, Indiana Jones movies? Where am I? Okay, that's the last (laughs) snark you're going to hear about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because we're going to take a measured look at this. I don't know if we are. We're talking 2008's Quantum of Solace. Let's talk about it. that's right. Hey, how come the writer's strike didn't affect this film? (laughs) Or did it? Uh, I'm I'm Matt Gorley. I'm Matt Myra. I'm Paul Russ. Guys, we're talking Crystal Skull. I didn't know that we'd ever get here, honestly. Really? You know, when we started with Raiders, I was like, that's so far away, this Crystal Skull Mm -hmm. business. I haven't seen it since 2008. Oh, that's right. Will it hold up? Will it it hold up? It did not. Okay. Now, I'm probably going to be an apologist for this movie, not because I think it's a good movie, Mm -hmm. but because this is like the James Bond franchise for me, or even Star Wars to a certain extent, where it doesn't matter if it's bad. I'm still getting the fix. I don't know what it is. Like, I love it so much that I just, I don't approach it with critical eyes, even though I see the flaws. And yes, I don't enjoy this one as much as the others, but there's still some things I like in there. I mean, anytime you just get to see Indiana Jones walk down like a temple hallway holding a lit torch and going through like spider webs and cobwebs and stuff, that's always awesome. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so more of that. Uh, My Yes, I thought too, similarly where I was like, oh, so this is uh, out of four Indiana Jones movies. This is a lousy one. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. This is the fourth one. (laughs) Yeah, they make a, sometimes you, you make a bunch and some are, you know, and this one's a, but- there's a lot to, I have maybe like six or seven things in my room. I'm like, I really love that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll try to focus on the love. Yeah, no, I'm not here to hate on a movie that has gotten enough hate over the years. I'm here to just sort of digest it after a long period of time. Yes, as reflect. well you should. You all be true to yourselves. Yeah. I'm just warning you right now that I'm probably going to love Dial of Destiny, even if it's not good. I'm going to certainly watch it. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you said I'm gonna love Dial of Destiny, it sounded like oh I'm gonna love Dial. Uh, yeah, so and so. I've got an Indiana Jones one nine hundred number. Oh. If you guys want to call up, it's sexy as hell. I would. It's just to report things that belong in museums. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, I saw this painting. <laughs> I think it belongs in a museum. Oh. It's the hot tip line. The Indiana Jones hot tip line. Uh, Matt, what was your, uh, Myra, what was your uh, experience first seeing this? Because you said well, the last time you watched it was, it was 2008. That, that it was moment. opening night at the Grove. Uh, I was, uh, I went with a bunch of, uh, folks from the Apple store, you know, at the Grove, at the Grove. you were working we at the Apple out of store. Oh. Fun. Yeah. And we're like, let's, let's finally let's do it. Everybody. The genius bar closed up. All us geniuses went over <laughs> 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 we got in line and we, you know, it was excitement. There were a couple people wearing the hat in line. I believe it was the Thursday night sort mm. of screening oh, yeah, before yeah. the, you know, the Friday opening. Was this the first, uh, work hang outside of work with Does anything or? that happens at the Grove never can I never considered it outside of work got it got it got <laughs> it yes, I was always yes, like no, we yeah. all parked in the same spot <laughs> we all clocked I've in. never worked there and for some reason I feel the same <laughs> it's, you know the Grove is like I I, I have I now I, I probably go there once every two years and it's fascinating to me mm-hmm. yeah because I worked there for four years oh and it was it was a time it is kind of it seems like it'd almost be like um Vegasy, how it has its own sort of uh, enclosed universe, and then you step out of it. Like, By the way, the music yeah. never turns off, even Ooh, at night. Creepy. Even at like, four, don't people live there? Four o'clock in the morning. Or is that just the brand? No, that's just the uh, Glendale. Oh, the brand. Really? Yeah, it never turns off. So, like, that's we'd eerie. be like doing inventory late, and like, get out at like three in the morning, and you're just being fucking... serenaded by Michael Bublé, Bublé, Sinatra. <laughs> that <laughs> seems like a yeah, like a, a, the, the where they drop the. The bomb in the uh, crystal skull, like the the little spooky. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what walking through the grove. I'd imagine I'd have to they find never a fridge build a, to jump in. They don't build shopping centers in those little towns. They blow up, which is interesting because yeah. most things are mixed use now. That's ah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There well, should be a little main street, you know, <laughs> with storefronts. I want to see what, how a two bedroom for thirty five hundred would hold up. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the like group response when people were coming out of the theater? Everyone was confused. Mm. I think the movie isn't helped by the fact that the UFO takes off. Mm. Like, it, <laughs> well, it's not helped by the fact that it's. Aliens. You can make an interdimensional argument beings. for it. interdimensional yes. beings. And I just learned that that's Spielberg fought forever and ever. I don't want to do aliens. I don't want to do aliens. And Lucas Camden went, all right, we're not, we don't have to do aliens. Spielberg's great. I'm in. What are we doing? Interdimensional beings. That, was, uh, that is out of Spielberg's mouth. <laughs> and then put into the mouths of... Uh, 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 Indiana Jones and Ox, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to write. Space it's a, it's between a weird spaces. Ox's first words are interdimensional beings. Yes. <laughs> well, his first coherent word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, we. It's hard to learn, sort of figure out why, as a society, we've decided that that's a bridge too far for the franchise that has already dealt with the supernatural. The supernatural. I think it's this. Because, yes, adhering to the, like, B-movie, or, I mean, the serials, Saturday afternoon serials yeah. of it, it absolutely makes sense. This, the timeline has moved on to the 50s. We're doing sci-fi, B-movies, Red Scare, Alien Invasion. Yeah. But indie feels like something tied with bringing back the past, not reaching into what is essentially the future, at least, of technology. Oh, you're confused about how galaxies far, far away work. See, they could be a long time ago. 
and uh-huh. they have spaceships. See, I'm fine with that. If he, if he dug up the Millennium Falcon and there are a bunch of Jawas in there, that'd make a lot of sense. Oh, man, what if it was like just a bunch of sand people instead yeah. of those native, um, possibly Mayans? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, what I'd want because it's like I don't. If they did another religious artifact that had significance for a religion in the world that a lot of people, like, I would be like, oh, you're going back to the well with diminishing returns. Because how are you going to top that holy grail, right? But like the crystal skull, it's a thing. It exists. There is a mythology around it. So, yeah, I'm kind of like, okay, you can't top religious supernaturalism maybe so going to i just yeah getting out of the religion stuff is good and finding new pockets yeah. of supernaturalism but just doing the alien thing is yeah just, if it was uh, crystal skulls that were almost like the arc so something happens at the end but it emanates from the skull and it's ethereal we don't actually see a CG little alien like a you know close encounters also alien like or it's hard to like yeah. did the alien was the alien did the alien like begrudgingly blow up her brain? <laughs> like, cause they like they animate the alien to like really lean in and I like know. open the eyes. And I'm like, now are you is the alien saying, Oh, I know these Ruskies, they're bad news. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, take care of them for you. Or is it yeah. like here, here's everything? I then it's not clear, but is it I, she's <laughs> getting an overload of information and yes. she's seeing too much and that's yeah. what kills her I and also so. the like is maybe it doesn't maybe she ascends to a new plane of existence. I maybe. mean she does sort of like turn into dust. But yeah, the right, what is she after is also kind of the outside of the alien problem, the the other well, that's, I guess, the MacGuffin, but like the the baddie of like Russians. Uh, guys, it's comp- It's more complicated than Nazis. Yeah, it is. Like, it's oh, you're as... this way because of the uh, economic forces you grew up in. Right. <laughs> as opposed to like your agenda is evil. Yeah. I mean, I know you could make an argument that the, 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 well, what, this, what was happening. Bad, of but, course, of but course. Yeah. The political system of communism is a lot more gray than national socialism of Nazis. Yeah. So when she's getting like, sure. it's kind of like, tell me, tell me everything and stuff. I, I like, it's hard for me to line that up with like, is that what Soviets no, is that what think, deep down they're after? Like mm, with Nazism, like no. when he's like, "Give me the power," I'm like, "Oh, they're in for the ultimate power. That's what they're after. That's yeah. why they're trying to open up the." Well, that's, arc. Why the yeah. that's why the Ark of the Covenant yeah, makes yeah, yeah. a lot of sense. But then when you look at Denham Elliot in Last Crusade, he's just using the Nazis to get that's true the Grail mm-hmm. because he wants it for himself. He wants. Oh, you mean Walter Donovan? That's what I meant. Yeah, uh, but he wants it for himself. And even Belloc, uh, right, isn't yeah. a Nazi. He's also using their purposes. But so it's it's not even like thing with this. her. She's like, yeah. I just want, the, I just want the super brain power. The power is. I the, see. Okay, the ego yeah. and power is the thing that through line through all those villains. Paul, what was your first experience seeing this film? Uh, I saw it in Canada. I was oh. a, in Canada, and the, there was a movie theater that was I knew it was going to be the theater that played it. And I went to it on a Saturday afternoon because I think. Wow, you waited a whole day. I was, I think I I was working that Friday. I was up in Canada shooting something and it was the talk of the set. Hey, (laughs) the Indiana Jones movie's out today. Who's going to go see it? And then I ended up uh, uh, going by myself, going to the Indiana Jones movie. Uh 
at the Canadian Theater where mm-hmm. they had KFC and what? Burger King in the concession area. <laughs> That's more area. American than wow. the United People, States. Go, yeah, that was also the theater where can I get poutine? <laughs> yes, of no. course. Uh, where I saw like Iron Man as well, mm-hmm. um, but I like it's it's the theater where I stepped into. It was confusing, so sort of men's room, women's room, mm-hmm. and I accidentally walked into the women's room, and I knew how non-threatening I was that when <laughs> the two stall doors opened and women stepped out, looked out at Tommy and they laughed at me like I was a little brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I walked in and I was like, why are there no urinals in the men's room? And then two stall doors opened and the moms uh, giggling oh, no. at me. Canadian men pee sitting down. That's right. That's why. Um, Mayonnaise on French fries and peeing sitting down. <laughs> what they do uh but i haven't told you about my i went and saw it and yeah i was uh i thought it was good but i definitely this the stuff that jumped out is like my least favorite parts watching it now i was like oh yeah those were my least favorite parts at the time yeah 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 which i will list right now no (laughs) we'll get to it guys we all know what i think you know but i will say i think i think i think labouf gets a bad rap yeah he rules I have yeah. to say, I think my esteem for this movie has grown because when, when I first saw it, having lived through Phantom Menace and trying to tell myself for, I think, even years that that movie was good, mm-hmm. this one right away, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. and I was actually, I think the time I liked it least was the first time I saw it. And then as I like hit home video, I started to like it more because I just, the shock of it being kind of bad was over. Mm-hmm. And so I was just able to... Like there was no pressure. It was really low stakes. And so I think right. that's part of why I enjoy it. And I do, there's stuff I really enjoy too, but yeah. Crystal Skull showed you who they were and you believed them. That's right. And you said, okay. The irony. Uh, 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 come back. Yeah. Of yeah. Dan Aykroyd's cameo not being in this one. I know. Cause he's such a Crystal <laughs> Skull guy. He loves the Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. He makes a vodka called Crystal Skull. He should have been Mac. He should have been in this. He Mac is kind of dressed like his character, Dan Aykroyd's character. Totally. In, uh, like the kind of like, shorts. He, had, yeah. he just had the neckerchief. <laughs> yeah. That's what should have happened. Well, oh, Mac. He should have been. Yes. Absolutely. This movie, that's my least favorite. The, my least favorite character in the film is Mac. Me too. Oof, oof. Me too. And it's I not it's not it's, Ray Winstone's fault. No, not it's at all. Crazy. And it's unnecessary. It's so, like a completely unnecessary character. Even the triple yeah. cross is so uh clumsy that you're not even But Harrison Ford it does doesn't a really land. good job with that line. Where he like starts to count on his hand. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I can use my fingers in some ways. There was a writer's strike issue or just a, a a sort of unpolished script. Cause I, I'm no genius writer, but every time I watch this, every time they hit a certain line, I go, why isn't that this? Like when, he first double crosses in, he goes, what can I say? I'm a capitalist and they pay. Shouldn't it be, they may be communists, but I'm a capitalist. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. And just yeah. more clever things, or there's one that Indy has too, or when he oh when he swings and he falls back in the truck and punches those two guys. And oh, just, I thought that was going to go yeah. different. I thought way. that I was closer. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like a marker for what they'll then go back and do. Clever lot, not clever, but just more character lines that they have in all the other three movies. Yes, yeah. the I've never watched uh, three and four so close. You know, Last Crusade mm-hmm. and Crystal Skull, as we did watching it now. And uh, 
that might be my biggest complaint about Crystal Skull. I like, I really, you know, we talked last time, Tom Stoppard yeah. did a pass. Yeah. Whatever the Tom Stoppard yeah. sophisticated wit, which is actually in Raiders and Temple of Doom, yeah. that kind of like 30s yeah. uh, movie speak of yeah. like, it's simple words, simply said. It's not like overcomplicated yeah. or like the, so with this, yeah, the, um, Ah, uh, the, 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 like the, the writing is like so bad, like, yeah. and like unartful. And when you hear how many versions of this basic story there were, I watched a YouTube video on all, all Indiana Jones movies and their scripts and all the fake ones that were put out there by people purporting to have the real script, like <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Red Scare, Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis and mm -hmm. all this stuff. But this one goes all the way back to 94 or 95. And at times it was called, like Frank Darabont did the original, mm -hmm. like, like serious version of this called Indiana Jones and the City of Gods, which I think is a much better title. Mm -hmm. I really like Darabont. I can't. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm about to read that script. I downloaded it. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, the, the, they say right that that was um, Spielberg loved that script. George yeah. Lucas didn't. Yeah. And so they didn't do it. But that tells it, you something, right? It's gotta. Yeah. I mean, does it tell you something? It's so interesting at, the way George Lucas has been portrayed now. I mean, it just. I'm. I'm. I'm sure. Yes, the track record is such. The evidence is. The evidence sound is is, <laughs> is, is there, but like, I'm. I guess it's. I'm. Maybe I'm just looking at this from a post Star Wars sequel trilogy lens, where I think those three movies are worse than the prequel trilogy. Really? I, yeah. I can't go quite that far. I have wait, to. Wait, wait. Those three... The three prequel films, Phantom uh -huh. Menace through to uh, Revenge of the Sith, yeah. I think are worse than... I mean, are better than Force Awakens through Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh, okay. Right on. Because I thought... Because yeah. I just... I see. Only because those movies are reacting to each other. Yeah, it's in ways that are just so nonsensical. I, they're so counterintuitive. Yeah, it's I just agree. like it's this frustrating. This shouldn't exist like this. Oh, no, yeah. say what you will about Lucas's. They are cohesive yes. to a fault. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, like, I think anybody, if you love movies, the thing you most sign up for or get most excited by is when it's you can tell it's a vision. Yeah. A person's vision. Sure. Yeah. And so watching those prequels, you can see it is a person's vision and they're executing what they want. Yeah. The other sequels that you mentioned are like committee. Yeah. So it's and different. completely yeah. incoherent. And I think it but I wonder if part of that is I mean, it's interesting that this movie, Dial of Destiny, is going to come out of the same think tank. Well, the good thing about that is I I feel like James Mangold is enough of a visionary without being an auteur. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he'll have to probably cow to some of that, but I, it's not like, I don't feel it's a step down so far as just like they gave it to some workman director. I right. think Mangold is pretty good. I've really liked mm -hmm. pretty much everything of his I've seen, but I was watching back this stuff and how Spielberg fought and fought this alien thing. He got Darabont to do the script, was really happy with that. And Lucas didn't like it and they did it. Lucas's way and look what we got and then Spielberg backs out of this one he was gonna direct Dial of Destiny and then suddenly doesn't 
That's a little worrisome. And what's but well, what's George Lucas's involvement in Dial of Destiny? It's not. It's he's not because he, so, it's a Lucasfilm thing. So well, he's so let's look at the only person mm. who's been involved with all of these movies besides Harrison Ford. It's Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, and but I think Harrison Ford had a fair amount of creative oh, input sure. over this, and I was also surprised. You know, he was really reticent to go back to Han Solo, but I saw. A super cut of a bunch of interviews where they'd say, would you play Indy again? And, and he goes like in a, in a New York second. I'd love to. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, look, I in a Queens likes- mini second <laughs> in a New Jersey faster than you can say, land your plane here <laughs> <laughs> in an alpha Centauri Centon. <laughs> the, the thing that actually I discovered, I find so off putting about this film in regards to the classic Indiana Jones-isms that they attempt to do is every previous Indiana Jones film, we get a bunch of uh, booby traps that are mechanical booby traps. Mm -hmm. This one, we get a tilting floor. That's pretty much it. The rest of the booby traps are bored middle-aged men. Waiting for someone to come. <laughs> the guys in the yes. walls. Yes. Oh. The, or the little. The, I was like, uh, what is this? The, yeah, the, um, I agree. Uh, uh, what parkour people in the temple too? Oh yeah, uh, Ernie Reyes in the Junior. graveyard. The graveyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, just, I, that 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 is the whole that, <gasps> that part of it is like so nonsensical to me. Like I, I you know I buy blow darts in the wall, but they have to be triggered by some sort of ancient mechanism. I don't want to see get people. Like, are they like taking shifts? Is it like a thing There's where a clock like, in, clock I gotta, out. I gotta go? I've got Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> I bet there was a union thing where it was like, "Hey, it takes two hours to get into the wall and yeah. fasten yourself." And then like somebody, I should be paid somebody's for there those plastering the yeah. wall over before right. then. Once you're in, I got to plaster. So All right the up. skilled technicians and craftsmen that have to I mean, make it's that ridiculous. happen. Yeah, that moment, I I actually love it. When I saw it in the theater, I was like, I "That's cool." I like but, it it, too. but when I saw it. When I see it, I do. It looks like uh, cats yeah. on Broadway. Oh, it looks sure. kind of like a little like. <laughs> and do, every do, do, well, the whispers say <laughs> every move of theirs is looks looks aided by a trampoline. Hmm. Yeah, just like because there's so much right. Yeah, momentum. I guess upward momentum that mm-hmm. couldn't be generated just by a human jumping. So yeah. they're like anyway. Well, it's like, the, when you talked about the blow darts too, and Indy kills people. Um, if people like seeing a a bloodthirsty Indiana Jones, they're going to be disappointed with this one because he just kills the guy with the blow dart. Yep. But uh-huh. and accidentally sets a fire of some people in the um in the tent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or or yeah. Right with the with the chase and stuff. But um, yeah, he really doesn't. I mean, he does use a rocket launcher to blow up a truck. There's got to be at least five people in that. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, good, good, good. <laughs> good, 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 good killing, good killing. Yeah. Part of the problem with this, and actually from what I'm seeing of Dial of Destiny is it looks like that may be fixed, is Harrison Ford is really wooden in this. There's only a few scenes where he feels like his former really? self. In this one? My main complaint, that? outside of like the crummy like dialogue where it is just like, a, like that part with the knife when it fell down. And it went, rip. Yeah, what is that? And he's like, oh, shit. And yeah. it's like, what is There's happening? There's no payoff to that. Yeah, That's I didn't really know what that was a strange either. moment. I thought he was like going to be covered in blood or something like that. Like, Or he, like he cut back. his fly. Was it like a comic moment where he <laughs> cut his trousers in the crotch or something? 
Um, and and when yeah, when you compare like the scene in the blimp where it's like, uh, I always wanted time with you, and the what you yeah. said was awesome last time, where he's like, "Well, I'm here. I, you got my yeah. t- attention." That's so much better than the scene when the three of them all get together, and it's just like sitcom yelling, this like fucking like, Dan, you said, but. <laughs> You told him to get back. And that is all bad. And then the woodenness is. In fairness, I did laugh really hard when they're in the quicksand that isn't quicksand. Quicksand is so funny. I know. What and I was just going to say that. He He's so good with the snake. He says, why didn't you make him finish school? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I and love the quicksand. Call thing. it a rope. Say it's a rope. But he's 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 old Indiana Jones yeah. there. I don't mean yeah. old in age, yeah. but the older version. Yeah. Yeah. He's so alive there. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. I think some of it has to do too with he's so gruff and grumbly in this that they had to ADR so okay. much of him that all that beginning scene of oh. the way you're laying into those wobble use, uh, you know, <laughs> is all ADR. Okay. It's weird. I started yeah. cooking up a theory because I was trying to like, why does this feel so wooden? Yeah. It's a hot like, theory. It needs two mics. <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. After they shot it, they realized maybe there was some inconsistency from scene to scene. And so they just put down a couple sessions and he just did every line. Yeah. ADR. I was trying to look for it where it ever seemed authentic. It seems like all of it is, which means it could just be the result of whatever his voice was for the two days he did ADR and whatever mode right. or his brain <laughs> whatever strain he was you know what so funny. My- yes uh it's funny then because of you know blade runner when he did the narration for that it was like the studio mm. executives thought he was stoned they yeah. like wrote memo notes or like is he stoned why is he so uh, groggy in these narrations but this is more the thing i'm like what was going on he just went into adr and it's like that fucking part where he, i'm sorry but it's like what do you yeah but it was like uh you're a teacher like shia labeouf is alive and it's part-time. like part-time I think he must have been in that because he was also in that phase of not wanting to do publicity. He was notoriously cranky and it was less a bit back then. Mm -hmm. He's alive. I've watched a lot of promo he's done for this new movie and he's happy to be there. He seems like proud. And that's why I think we're going to get a much better performance out of him this time. Maybe stuff needs to be, uh, he can recognize if something's a fresh or not because that quicksand scene, that could be like a tired trope. But them like figuring out that it's about a family arguing and you have to lie to your dad that it's actually a rope. Yeah. So he grabs yeah, it. That's all like, great. His but... whole thing of like, well, actually, it's not quicksand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, that might be the best. That might be the best scene in the movie. I know. It's strange. And that's also a strange scene because it's one of the most obvious sets in the yeah, movie. That's course. another thing. The cinematography in this film is so overlit. I'm not a huge. Did you watch the Disney Plus stream? Yes, I did. It's still color was better, but it's better, but still looked. You know, Yanis Kaminsky is a genius in his own right for saving Private Ryan and making things look old and you know desaturated. Tom Hanks saved Private Ryan. That's right. You're right. (laughs) Uh, Actually, it's a void collapse. Not not as dangerous as most people think. But in movie like this, it's just that kind of style. It looks. the backgrounds are just as highly lit as the foregrounds. And yeah. think of Raiders and all the shadows that mm-hmm. took place in that movie and Temple sure. of Doom. And and I think with this, with Crystal Skull, you really miss the shadows and you don't even realize yeah. it. Yeah. 
you sort of see it from the open of the movie when it starts on the CG uh, gopher. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, God, what are we what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, because it opens. You're like, oh, what's the mountain going to be? It's going to be great. And then it's this, you know, fucking and yeah. then the gopher gets up and they love this gopher so much. They do it a bunch of times. Is that like, a mountain molehill joke? Do you think? Oh, mm. maybe. Hmm. Good question. I mean, those first 10 minutes are like electrifying. And I go, oh, that's James Spielberg. Mangold, James Schmange. There's no way he would ever shoot, it shoot like the that. opening no. scene of no. two, these 50s kids and uh, these uh, army guys uh, driving next to it. It's so alive. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you, I'm going to miss Steven Spielberg no matter what in this next uh, yeah. Indiana Jones movie because that stuff rules. But do you it's think so that was frenetic. in so yeah. the yeah. script originally? Because none of that is plot. That's the only thing that you need is those Russians pulling up to the base. But I guarantee you, Lucas is like, we probably need a, f- a 50s fast car in here. <laughs> and he got Spielberg to do it, which Steven, I love it too. I'm glad they did. Did you ever but- see American Graffiti? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I didn't, yeah, I hadn't thought about how this opening is like uh, American Graffiti. If it, Harrison Ford is in the trunk there. Yeah, right. But he should be wearing a white hat instead of the, the brown I mean, hat. But like... <laughs> That was a uh, that was so Spielbergy, like the way that yeah. he shot that car chase yeah, slash yeah. race yeah. slash whatever, because yeah. there was so much frenetic movement with it, and so much tracking with it. And I was like thinking in my head when I was watching that, I was like, "Oh, give that to another director, and they're gonna like lock the camera off, maybe pan with the car at some yeah. point." If, I bet. You know, I bet Mangold does take a play from Spielberg there because these are as big a part of these movies as anything. And I bet he would recognize it's like a director doing a Bond film going, I got to have these certain tropes. It's almost a trope of the movie to have these, these three beat camera shots where you you're near field on something and then you rack focus back and then there's something else to look at. But in this movie, I noticed there's all of these Spielbergian versions of those, but all the actors are a little slower. The camera feels a little slower. So you notice them a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that like, build up all the way until Indiana Jones's entrance. Where he goes, the, yeah, the W is that you're, you're like, that's when like it hits the brakes. And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it, that's why it does feel like it's partly on Indiana on. But Harrison Ford's shoulders. And then it gets even more underlined, I think, when Chia LaBeouf comes in. And you can see he's coming in with the energy of a young man in his 20s who's yeah. so stoked to be acting in a major motion picture. And But the casting is so bizarre along with that because Ray Winstone, um, <laughs> uh, Topsy Turvy guy, Jim no, Broadbent. Jim Broadbent, yeah. And then uh, John Hurt. yeah. yeah. That's like three similar yeah. types of true actors, not you know, not from the this country actors. Yeah, yeah. And so they all kind of like feel and uh, look the same. And then yeah, you don't get a, a um, uh, with with Mac. It's like, uh, or or we were going to answer this question with. Oz, right? Like, is he supposed to be Henry Sr.? Is he supposed to be Ravenwood, uh, Marion's dad? Yeah. Because the way Shia LaBeouf reacts to, not that it was like on set, they thought it was, I'm just saying like, they make such a big fucking deal out of Oz. 
like when Shia LaBeouf is like re- you know with him again and he's his eyes are filling up with tears it's like Oz is back it's like who right. the fuck is it? Uh, he raised you no they, I guess he kind of did they say that briefly but I feel like that's Shia LaBeouf going hey I got these new acting chops I'm gonna <laughs> apply them to something that doesn't merit it I'm with John Hurt yeah but and Oxley's just Hurt to not say anything it because, is so dumb yeah, I mean doesn't it, it, it feel <laughs> like it just feels like they 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 wanted Sean Connery and uh, what's his face in the movie? But they, Marcus, bro. Yeah, Marcus. But they yeah, but they couldn't have them. Well, he was dead. Daniel Mellie yeah. was dead. But if yeah. Mac had been Marcus, and right? They probably wanted John Reese Davies too. Interesting. But if if Mac, but I bet he would have done it in Harpy. No, he said no. Come on, I swear Seriously? to God. I swear to God, he said no. They asked him. Really? Yes. If uh, Mac had like probably been Marcus Brody, then that would have all been cool. That he's like, uh, I think Brody would be Oxley. He's more the academic and sympathetic to Marion. Yeah, but it I it seemed like Oxley was supposed to be like Marion's dad because that would explain sort of like why Mutt needs to get to him and care so much. Why about didn't him. they just make him Ravenwood? Yeah. It's really weird. That when you watch weird. it that way. Did they just kill like, this him? should be Ravenwood. Didn't they kill Absolutely, him off in yeah. Raiders? Off, like, isn't he like dead in Raiders or is it just never oh. brought up? No, I don't think he's, does, does she say he, he, oh, he maybe Raiders it so well. And no, I'm thinking of Sean Connery saying, unfortunately she kept her illness from me. Ah, yeah. And Raiders, does she say that he's dead? Cause it could also be, Let me you look know, uh, a little hand waving oh, where you go, he, he disappeared if and then, Oh no, he's long lost. He's, he, or do they just feel like they couldn't get an, an older American actor <laughs> to have the stature they need against oh, the Harrison no way. Ford? Who would, who would that be? Who would you cast at that time? At 2008? that time? Because that would be, that would be an amazing part because you're like, Oh, it's Indiana Jones's father-in-law in this, Fun family story of <laughs> ma, of the mom and the son. Is he alive? Um, and then, yeah, that uh, uh, Marcus, Jim Broadbent is like, well, the Marcus Brody thing too in the statue and the, he gets hit and the head falls off. What yeah. Kinda, I don't know what they Is were, that a tribute? I don't know what they were trying to say to Oh, wait, say that again? When the statue... When the car runs into yeah. the statue and his head falls off into the, how is that like? I don't know. <laughs> paying the man homage. <laughs> I'm trying to find out if Abner Ravenwood died. There should have been a statue of Sean Connery also right there, and their heads fall off and roll together. <laughs> Start to kiss. It's been a tough year. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. To because really, if he's not, really if Ravenwood's know. not dead, there's no earthly reason. I know to not have included that character as Ox. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even wrap my head around why they wouldn't do well, that. Yeah, why? Well, <laughs> it'd make it a lot more sense why Marion uh, is bopping around in those. Oh, um, hey, let's add another gripe as long uh, as we're doing it. Uh, he oh. is said to be dead when Indiana and the Nazis come to Nepal where Ravenwoods live in 1936. Uh, the novelization details he died in an avalanche in 1936. 
Hey, that can be waved away. That's Avalanche. true. They never found the body. It yeah. melted. Here I am. <laughs> but yeah, was it said in the movie? I feel like it was implied. Huh. Yeah. That sounds more right than uh, that it just is. Oh, he's alive and bopping around right yeah. now. Uh, um, but I was just when I said uh, one more gripe is uh, just when they get to the jungle and stuff. Um, you really only have like two looks in this movie, right? You like you get the jungle, mm-hmm. and then like the, the jungle. opening uh, Nevada, yeah. But uh, it's not as um. Forget about looks; it's more just like it's globe not trotting. Globe trotting, yeah. The other ones kind of zigzag to Nepal, to Morocco, to all yeah. these different countries. Yeah. But once they get to Peru, they're kind of. They're there. Temple of Doom's a bit that way, where it's mostly India, except mm-hmm. for Shanghai. It's got two, two only two places, yes. right? Yeah. And the Temple of Doom, I thought the skulls kind of had that um, touch of what the Saqqara stones have, of like you get them together, you need to collect them together yeah, right. to it, like. So it seemed like they took a little bit of that. They uh, mixed with um, watching Crusade next to Crystal Skull also pointed out how much the end of Crystal Skull is like the end of Last Crusade, just not done as well. Because no Raiders or Temple of Doom ends with that kind of like prolonged hero versus villain at the center thing, you know. Yeah. And also like what a bummer of like, you know, we're at Marion and and Indy's wedding and when we cut to the crowd, all we have are John Hurt and Jim Broadbent. (laughs) to yeah. like recognize like you I couldn't know. even pull a John Reese Davy cameo and is it me, <laughs> me or is that that priest that marries him is real weird right he's pretty weird the yeah. way he kind of you yeah. might now yeah. kiss the bride have you the ring he's into kissing yeah he yeah that's like why most uh, reverends get into the that line of work yeah <laughs> they, love, they love marry the bride they, love they get to the talk about kissing they love, they love, they love well let's kissing. let's talk about the opening scene because this is very divisive uh especially i love the chase through the warehouse that's what you're talking about right uh, i i love the whole opening through to the fridge i have to say i even through like to the, the fridge, fridge you don't I, love the fridge no i like the fridge i don't have a problem with it it's it's yeah it's, it, it it's crazy so much it yeah. seriously so that's much. like the problem it just jumps too many times yeah. like down the thing it should just be kind of a thing that launched him Landed Thuds and skids yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah, it's just when he steps out of that. I think that's when uh, it the, the the yeah it goes too far. But yeah. I, I would buy you it expect if- animated birds to be around. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I really do like about it, regardless of the comedy of the fridge, is this opening scene that ends with Indy walking up a hill and actually a really good moment of CG, the, uh, the billowing cool. mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just telling you Indiana Jones has entered the atomic age yeah. and you're in for something different. I thought that was really well done. Yeah, I like most of the fight in the warehouse. The Mac stuff really does trip it up. Yeah. the um, I also, I, lo- I like the once he arrives at the bomb. Oh, 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 the... Um, on the launcher, mm-hmm. when he's getting um, 
question and he's wearing that cool white t-shirt i yeah, love all that like was, that stuff is all cool it's funny but how the, we thought of him so much older and he was only what 65 yeah, he was a he was a young i mean 65. we're only saying only because he's there's a movie now. coming out in two weeks but at, when you watch this movie and everybody you're all like whoa okay and uh, now we look back and it's like he's not it, it's almost like he looks more like last crusade indie in does. this than he huh? does yeah. now yeah yeah. Uh, but I was saying all all that stuff is good to say that the warehouse chase I really don't like because it it suggests what will become a later problem in the jungle chase, which is just like, how long is this fucking warehouse? Like there's just no <laughs> well, geography like spelled out. Like temple, it just, look in Temple of Doom when we see that warehouse. Oh, and Raiders. A, I mean Raiders, yeah, yeah, it's very big. That's true. That's I true. Know. That was when the geography was placed. They should have had that old guy. Yeah, it would be like, oh, yeah. like just like a wipe his brow. Yeah. And then start Works, to, and then work. start to put the, not going to come back. What do you think about the Russian heavy, not Kate Blanchett, but the, the Igor Jajinki actor mm-hmm. who plays, I don't know what the character's name is, but he's like suitably physically the part. But he yeah. kind of talks like this. <laughs> you know, this, this is, uh, this is, what does he say? Like, this, you've been here years something and it's just there's something he has like strange little right. beady crossed eyes and it just <laughs> yeah has he been uh, anything else is he a stock no Russian? but there's another guy within the russians that actually survives till the end and he's in the final scene that you'll see play a russian yeah. a lot he was on deadwood he's in the miami vice movie and the the thing at the beginning too in the warehouse when he uh gets the gunpowder and it like magnetized towards whatever they're looking for it felt like he had a plan that he didn't have yeah <laughs> Do you know what i mean yeah and to that it's the only prologue of these where the thing is the thing for the rest of the movie yeah. you don't get the fun of like right. what you guys love about the bond movies an yeah. unrelated adventure the fact that it is the crystal skull they're going after and it is the same villains. I mean, I know Belloc shows up, but he's it's in a different context for a different adventure. Yeah. Um, so if it had been somehow... Does it have to be that? Yeah. The original crystal skull that you put back on that headless body? Or could it have been another crystal skull from another alien slash interdimensional being? Sounds like it's <laughs> or what about just one of Dan Aykroyd's bottles of crystal yes. skull vodka? <laughs> You know what happened is they probably they probably combine into one being and then drunk say alien. that it was delicious uh, <laughs> and then and then leave the planet. <laughs> what is the l- true legend of the crystal skull? It, it's just that uh, there is Peru. the it, yeah, and that they do uh, they don't have machine marks or tool marks, uh, so it mm. seems like that no one knows how they. Yeah, there's the famous Mitchell Hedges skull, I think, is the one that the, was he the guy that discovered? I mean, they've all been debunked, obviously, but. No, no, that's not true. Yes, true. I don't know if you're familiar with Crystal Skull Vodka. Oh, those. That exist. Wait, they've been debunked as like, they weren't really, truly. They're hoax. They're man-made hoaxes all of them so there's never been a found a that's crystal what skull. you think they could be alien hands <laughs> oh. you don't know you don't know if aliens are making Man, i never not. dug in deep enough to know that it's like the equivalent of like a ufo sighting yeah it is it's like basically uh, q q anon level thinking of people that there was a real 
bunch of people that are like crystal skulls, whoa, or like, you know, contrails and 911 so truthers. Uh, I thought it was just a um, uh, contrails exist. <laughs> it's just water vapor, but they exist. Okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's what, yeah, I thought crystal it skulls exist. Like yeah. That's true oh, too. Yeah. How'd they, how'd they do that? Like how'd they build the pyramid so great? How did like when you find it? That's so I'm blushing I like a fool. I feel like a Mac. I think <laughs> you are a Mac. I yeah, I don't. I also like I don't I think I don't like the Mac character just because I don't. There's nothing redeeming about the character. They also really jump you in like. Don't worry, you, you already love this guy, right? Because they have such a history. They've and it's like, fought together so much, and I again, I really like the actor Way Winston, but he's giving. I don't me, even like him enough to go. Yeah, I and do this, like this is guy. yeah. Well, the worst part about him, let's agree, is it was when, Robbie Coltrane. I'd be way more in. Yeah, <laughs> he triple crosses India at the end. All he cares about is gold right. and getting what's his. Indy tries to save him, and inexplicably, he just goes, Jonesy, I'll be all right. And, and then he, he just winks. lets go. Don't forget the fact that he winks. What is he uh, do? Why? It's I think so he's going to go to the new dimension and become some sort of a god. You think he thinks that? That'd I think he thinks that. Oh, I think why is he trying that. to get out of there in the first place with a bunch of treasures? He's got to grab the gold so that when he goes to this new dimension. Where they don't you take can gold. Take, they you only can take barter. He can yeah. barter. Yeah. Crypto skulls. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the crypto skull. Oh, boy. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, the... Um, Indiana Jones and the crypto bro. Hey, you regret buying that Rolex now, don't you? <laughs> 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 uh so mac right i i guess if uh he had been um it's a it's a little like what uh with Kate blanchett's character it's like the look and the idea of it is yeah. cool yeah but then there's not enough and it sucks for uh for you, you bonding guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think if Kate Blanchett had been cast of this, she would have already been a Bond villain in the Sam Mendes, uh, yeah. like right. I know she is so yeah. perfect. She's she's amazing. an acclaimed. It's not too late. British uh, actress. Like it's she's not like too the late. best. It is not too late. And it's it's time we have a female villain again. It's been when I was watching Tar, I was like, she should be a Bond. Villain. I know. Me too. It's so cool. Me too. And she's <laughs> good in this. It's just I I do she's like great in this Thor character. Like, you she's know, great. Yeah, she seems uh, with it. Um, she also was able to squish that very real ant. It was yes. so real. I saw the gunk fall, fall on the <laughs> yeah. lens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, she's really laying into those wobble use. Did you know? <laughs> yeah, but in a way that is like not endearing. <laughs> well, she, she also she has this really heavy Russian accent, or excuse me, Ukrainian. And then she just slips right back. I know she's Australian, but yeah. she has. Then she goes into like British. Well, she'll go, We have been chasing you forever, Dr. Jones. <laughs> and she yeah. uses those collegiate O's that British people use, which I never hear in a Ukrainian accent, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't she's know. just pronouncing the name the way she's heard it. Yeah, maybe. You know, growing up. That's how people have said it. So I'm going to say it like that. Uh, <laughs> we get all that. Immediately, you find out it was Roswell. Right. It was a recovered body from Roswell, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. I love, I love Harrison Ford's in that scene too. 
where he's like, oh, you're talking about that mess you guys had in 47? Oh, where yeah. No one said anything and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's good. But then they have this thing. Neil Flynn comes in as an FBI agent <laughs> <laughs> who's like drumming up a red scare with Indiana Jones. I like that which stuff. Is just I like, like all the red scares. This is interesting. Stuff. Well, because the next scene is immediately word has gotten back to Princeton. Marshall College, Matt. I'm sorry. Fictional Marshall College, Marshall fictional Marshall College. College, fictional Marshall College, where one day he'll be the associate dean with bigger letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I guess. I mean, they get wind of it. He has to leave his job and go hang out with who's the guy he's going to go in Germany? Leipzig. Someone's yeah. in Leipzig. Uh, yeah, but when he's getting on, probably the- a reference to something. Getting on the train, that's when that's when Mutt the, rolls that's up. when the movie kicks into high gear. <laughs> the, and we see James Dean. This was originally oh no, yeah, we see <laughs> oh, oh. Marlon Brando, but this was originally gonna be a daughter. And right. It should have been. Doctor what? if it was Mutt. Doctor. Nice. <laughs> I'm pointing <laughs> at, at Paul. You can't Thank see you. it, but I'm pointing over at Rusty here. <laughs> what was the reason they changed it? I forget. Uh Lost World. That's right. He Spielberg had just didn't directed want it. The Lost World, and Jeff Goldblum had a daughter. Oh, and David yeah. Kep wrote both of those. So, so why would I have a daughter in this next movie? You know that only one character can have a daughter. Yeah, you can't do it. You I'm I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make it believable that two characters in different franchises have daughters. Make I, it a boy. Yeah. I love the uh, the motorcycle motorcycle chase might be my favorite part of the movie. It's good. Uh, I agree. And that that is that is now my favorite Wilhelm scream. Yeah, oh, yeah. that little that's a good one. fits Dirty that suited. dude. Yeah. yeah. It really it's all does. practical too, yeah. that whole scene. Yeah. yeah. And uh it has just like those really fun, like near um it's like real life animation, just like seeing somebody's feet like go on the ground and kind of skid along with the motorcycle. Yeah. Like real life stuff like that is so cool. Yeah. The it did make me clock though. I was like Oh, there hasn't been usually a half hour into a Indiana Jones movie. There's been like the lull, three rip roaring. Oh, sorry. Like the the warehouse thing into the. I'm sorry. It, it just a doesn't... nuclear bomb went off in this movie, and you're like, not enough action. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like. I guess it's here. Probably, I am defending uh... Crystal Skull now. <laughs> ah, we did it. <laughs> It doesn't feel like um, maybe an Indiana Jones. Like with yeah. the motorcycle thing, I'm like, oh, this feels like Indiana Jones. Maybe because the warehouse, what? I just don't I, know how it's I, like turning. And and an Indiana Jones thing yeah. works for me most when I'm like seeing the physics play I, out. I, I like exactly know how it's all yeah. operating. I think it suffers. The movie suffers from the previous three movies. Being good. Being good and so <laughs> entrenched in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. Mm. Again, that's And like that, you're yeah. so, you feel it. And like you think of Indiana Jones and you think of the 30s and the 40s and you think of the Nazis, you think of World War II uh, or the lead mm-hmm. up to World War II. And then when you go to this one, you jump all of World War II I know. and end up in the 50s. And then they make reference to how cool his adventures must have been during World War II. That's the worst. That's insult to injury. It's it's jarring enough to see Indy in the 50s, but then to add aliens in. Let me run a hypothetical. Sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Let me run a hypothetical by you. It's the same story. Mm -hmm. It's a different cinematographer. It's had two more drafts of a polished script, say, by Tom Stoppard, uh, your Jez Butterworths, whatever. Okay. (laughs) You got Harrison Ford, who's really 
up on his game and he's alive. He's taking a weed break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's he's having some antioxidants. Or he found a new strain that really makes him alert and ready. <laughs> Oxley's Abner Ravenwood, mm-hmm. played by an American. Mac is not in the movie. In the movie, truly. But um, he does have a companion and it's Sala. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the climax doesn't involve aliens per se, but more of a, a interdimensional mysticism. W- would that be enough to make this one, a good movie? Uh, one thing I'd add to that. Yes. And it's that uh, it's the thing we haven't brought up, and it should have been the very first thing. Guys, remember when this movie was first announced? There was a lot of promise about practical filmmaking. Yeah, yes. That's the big. That's the biggest thing in this movie. I'll add something CGI. to that too, because they CGI things that don't need to be CGI. Right. Like that whole obelisk thing looks CGI, but that whole that's thing real. is full size, yeah. or maybe it's a reduced miniature or whatever. But it's practical. Yeah. And then they like. It's CG insulting over that it. they use CGI and yeah. aren't breaking their backs to do a cool action sequence. Yeah. And then it's more insulting when it's bad CGI. It looks. I will say that the monkeys, the monkeys' pompadour was practical. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and and the the swinging vines is obviously removed. So would would you think that then do we have a good movie? I was on board, and then you said the thing about the vines. (laughs) Oh, would we have a good movie, or is the whole thing kind of flawed from the beginning? That's a hard question to answer. I think I'd You'd be in on You'd have a much it. better movie. Yeah, and I think that would be in, maybe enough for me. Those, I mean, that's a lot to ask. But, yeah. Which is to say they had they had it in their hands. They could have pulled it off. Yeah, well, I, I believe Steven Spielberg is still the man in 2023 yeah. right now. He's still making great movies that like are really entertaining. I wish he could get so, Giannis in. So it's like... Uh, He's in the zone during Crystal Skull too, so I imagine he's bringing his A game. Yeah, what else uh, is he making at this? Time? I think it is like if if the story was more interesting and the. Imagine how different it would be if that last chase was just like really filmed in a jungle, yeah. on like with a, a army a patrol, and some of it and, was. That's the crazy. And I thing. don't need it on the side of in Hawaii, place. but they shot that in the jungle in Hawaii. Some right. of it. I know, it, it, but I'm it, with you. It's, but it, what's cool about like Raiders or something is like you can tell they might have come up with a stunt because of what the Earth was yes, giving them, and yes, they had to exactly. like operate around that. Yeah. There's just sometimes like where the car goes up above the people so they can look down, and I'm like, well, that's not really how I can I, tell uh, you're putting this together. Now yeah. that's cheating, and I don't like cheating. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. CG ants. Are also a bridge too far for me. Yeah, it's also it's not just that they're CG, but that they carry people. Well, ants are very strong. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with the Ant Man. I'm familiar thing. with Dave Matthews ants marching. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything <laughs> about that did during that sequence. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Indy wakes up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, can you not just show like um, the practical? ants because um they don't it's sort of like the adr with harrison ford once you establish one how it sounds it's gotta because like you, it'd be cool if you just saw some real you know fire ants but they don't make them over. that big so right there's no right. ants that big are there no. maybe maybe there are i don't know i just found out the crystal skulls are all fake i'm sorry to dash this your hopes really i know that's my hope. upsetting and the ants were a holdover from last crusade i believe oh they had they, they had, had the ants pre- in that or film. 
they were from like the first 94 version or something, mm -hmm. but they've been sitting around for a while. Um, and I think it's also kind of a nod to the atomic age movies of like giant ant, you know, like yeah, them, sure. the movie, them, you um, know. with the idea of, you know, we, yeah, the, of ideas being held over. And so like Temple of Doom has some yeah. sequences and stuff, um, and ideas being used. The, when I was up uh, in Canada, um, I was in a, I Love You, Beth Cooper, which is directed by Chris Columbus. Ah. And I, so <laughs> he wrote the yes. um, draft for part three. The much derided Yeah, yeah, draft. yeah. And I asked him about it, and he said <gasps> something that I later saw in an interview, so I don't feel like I'm telling tales out of school or whatever. He said, oh, it was my experience learning you can't, try to take everybody's ideas and make them all work uh, together. You got to like cut some stuff and later argue why you had to cut it rather than try to get it all in. Interesting. Um, and so it sounds like anything. It was just like, Oh, it's somebody who really wanted to do well. But did you, he, do you know the elements of his story? They are batshit crazy. There's a, like a, a monkey, a monkey King that comes to life, like monkey God and, yeah, because this would have been written around like '86 or something around Goonies. Yeah, time. something. I'm like still. That. Um, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the last thing I was gonna say was so the, the weekend after it came out on Monday, we were talking about it, and uh, he was like, "Oh, the um, the dart blow dart thing." He was like, "We did that in Young Sherlock Holmes." I was That's like, right. I remember that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, and he wrote that. And he was like, oh, I just, I noticed that that was used. And he wasn't yeah. ripened or anything. It was just uh, something he acknowledged. Interesting. I invented blowing the blow dart back. But yeah, the. Also, when that person screams, have you seen Home Alone? <laughs> I invented the uh, scream. <laughs> I'm Wilhelm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the category of stuff that I think is cool and yeah, I liked in yeah, this. Okay, okay. Um, I do like the three waterfalls joke. Do you? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, guys. I was trying to get this back on a train of positivity. That's one of my least favorite I things agree. only because A, they've already done a big waterfall thing. And, and how many what, times am Temple I? Doom? Yeah. They how should, many times am I to believe that they, they can just they should all be fall dead. these giant waterfalls and they're all of them fine? Oz is very strong. Oxley is very strong. Can you not see that? I People buy a nuclear refrigerator. Sort of pressure thing, on his flesh. Well, I mean, the whole like, <laughs> what did you, what did you think of, what did you think of Marion driving because she knew that she saw the tree hanging from the cliff? And I'm fine with that. Give really, her, I just give her all you can give her because she's not even in this movie enough. She for me. gets asked to do too much, which is like she has to during an action sequence fall back in love with Indiana Jones, which yeah. is like some of the corniest moments, well, which mean, he's like, you're never you left him. It. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to get out. And then he leaves out and she's like, that bastard. Yeah. Little... You really hate that part. That's fascinating. You think me. they were kind of trying to echo the Henry Jones rescuing his dad scene where they argue and then he kills the Nazis. Yeah. I like yeah. it in theory. Oh my God. If that scene actually yes. like worked on me, I would right. go bonkers. It just like, um, because I haven't seen enough of Marion to know who she is that she somehow went from point A to point Z here. Well, it seems like right. she went from point A to point A. Like, yeah. I, the point B was just having the sun and being off, and then she comes then back, she and back she's around. immediately yeah. back where she was, which I was like, okay. She's always like, loved him. They've always know, the loved line, each other. When he says, because I never, you never let me win an argument, 
like that that line sort of goes this is what our relationship is like we're gonna be yelling at wouldn't each it other be i just time. this occurred to me though wouldn't it be because what we love about marion is you know she's a she kicks ass so when you see her start falling for indy maybe if takes away from her kick ass. You're right. What if Indiana Jones was like, oh, I missed out. What am I doing? Not Marion kicks ass and does the like, hey, so long, buddy. And then he's like, oh, I fucked up. She got out. I forgot about that. You're right. She's an adventurer. She should have been in my life this whole time. She was so edgy. so much better if she had the rocket launcher. At the end. No, in the, when they're in the car chase, oh. Indy is, was driving and Mutt was next yeah. to him. And then she comes out and goes, look out. Yeah, yeah, block yeah, your yeah. ears and then fires Fuck up. Yeah. That would have been better. She was so cool in that first movie. Yeah. She's maybe one of the coolest heroines. They recreate the little uh, fun when she's gagged the... Yes. It's just oh, it's so yeah. funny to see uh, oh, yeah. her talking. Indy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the but yeah, so I just feel like she's got to make a big really, jump. They just need to maybe one more scene. Of what do her you think they're gonna do up. in this Dial of Destiny film about like their marriage? about their marriage and Mutt? Is she d- dead I, in Dial of Destiny? Do you want to know? Ooh, so it is answered. Whoa, spoilers! And you know, yeah, okay. I do know. All right, I I don't know what the context of it is, yeah. but I know. Okay. Well, I don't want to. Don't, 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 well, don't. I won't say anything, but okay. other than to say exactly every spoiler. No, uh, they <laughs> they are they're not hiding. It. Be. They're not hiding. Twice. It. Wink twice if she's alive. Do you really want me to? Yeah. Okay. 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 And now, could you wink twice if Mutt is mentioned? That I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about wink. Mutt? They have to mention something. I hope he's finishing school. Uh, that would be still because this is how many he's years later? His, Fifteen his, years he's later, his fifth PhD. So uh, he's probably like a got his own motorcycle shop <laughs> or fencing school. Maybe he invented Combo. a brand new motorcycle engine. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Dial of Destiny, this is the, Elon Musk. Today's the fifteenth. The LA premiere was last night. And I'm seeing online people that got to go to that and go, we should have really dug in because I think if we would have contacted them, they would have let us go. And do you know who was there? Harrison Ford. Yeah. Familiar. Uh, 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 what's Marianne's name? Uh, Karen Allen. Karen Allen. All the, all the actors in the movie, Spielberg, Lucas, and then John Williams came out with an orchestra and Whoa. played music. Spielberg and Lucas were there. Key Kwan was there. Man, like live tracking. I've never seen that. Just before the movie, they played. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. Where was it? Was it at the Grommans? Th- Sorry, the TC was at TL- the- TCL. <laughs> I'm not sure where it was, but we could. I was saw- it at the El Cap? It's a Disney film. It, it might have been. Yeah. Um, we, they got that I think we could have got. There. We could have got in on that. All and right. I, well, if we I did- rarely have, rarely, rarely have fun well. But I had FOMO. Yeah. I, yes. Uh, That's interesting. I know somebody um, who went to like a, I think I might have referenced this title last one, but it's true. The They went to like a Cinerama screening of How the West Was Won. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sat in front of Spielberg. And it was like uh, three guys in their 20s who went to see this movie that's played. And he just thought that was so cool. Mm. He just struck up a conversation with these young movie lovers. I was like, that guy rules. That's amazing. But this is probably the last (laughs) time that entire group of people will be together. 
Yes. And uh, possibly John Williams is what, 90? I mean, unless at John Williams' funeral, probably they'll get together. <laughs> Folks, people, <laughs> people die. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I uh I once got an I'm sorry, ma- major trubs with a Twitter once when Vern Troyer yeah yeah uh, pastor yeah. <laughs> me went uh, and when the day he died I tweeted I was like oh now I feel so bad for praying to God last night that Vern Troyer would die <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got people were very mad yeah the Vern the I Troy thought it was obviously <laughs> silly <sighs> in your in your mind is that something you had always been asking for. <laughs> Every single night. Yes, yes. Every single night I do it. I'm like, oh no. Not long after my daughter was born, I put up this sort of famous picture of like nude, but you can't see anything. Klaus Kinski holding a baby Natasha Kinski. And he's just so scary looking. It's a black and white picture. I put it up as a joke. Here's me and my daughter. And never had heard that he was like a horrible father to her and abused her or anything like that. Oh, God. And all my comments just are like, what are you thinking? Who, <laughs> what? Is this real? Is this a joke? And uh, I was like, I immediately took it down, but I had no idea. Funny. And I had put that up prior, like years ago, because I just thought oh it's such a, God. he's so creepy looking. No, you know what? You should reply to them. I'm sorry, but aren't both of them famous? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to aspire to be them? <laughs> They're better than us. Yeah. Dad, daughter goals. They're both famous. Uh, Dad, dad, girl, dad. What? (laughs) Uh, Oh, and uh, the Addams Family 2 movie, Wednesday, says the... the, Designed by uh, um, Ken Ken Adams. No, no, the animated one that came out a couple years ago. No. Mm -hmm. The Addams Family uh, 2, where they go on the road. Um, Wednesday refers to the Salem witch trials, the women who died there, as hashtag squad goals. You guys... (laughs) Punch up joke if I've ever heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah I liked it. That's funny. Was that you? Did you do that one? I didn't. Oh, I was like, no. You, no, I was like, did you do punch up on it? No, no, no. Whoever did, I want to shake their hand. You know, it'd be a fun <laughs> exercise is to take Crystal Skull and we all do a pass. Do a pass. <laughs> At on least the on the oh, that I thought I had more time with that. What was the thing? Yeah, you said oh, oh, damn, I thought that was closer. What? That's so funny that you guys are all annoyed by very different things. <laughs> like that, yeah. that didn't bother me. Uh, it's just wasted real estate. I was bothered know? most by the people in the walls. Yeah. <laughs> I love the waterfalls. <laughs> you love yeah. the waterfalls? I like the fridge. I uh, Oh, I will say the uh, spaceship coming up and the alien stuff. It actually doesn't. That didn't bother me when I saw it. The saucer the looks good. Good. Like that and the nuke bomb are really good. Yeah. And I also just love the color of the temple, how it's like sunlit and kind of like, yeah, Peruvian. Yeah. that I think it all looks cool. So I can't believe that that native tribe didn't put up much of a fight with the Russians. Well, that was another thing that they just kind of gloss over that the Russians just mow them down and then they give one shot seeing all the dead native. Yeah. It's, and it's just not like, it feels a little bit like we're coming up on Killers of the Flower Moon here. Maybe the real story here is a not about of, a, a treasure raider <laughs> and some communists, but cut to a, a couple of uh, native guys that uh, are like, oh, "Thank God I wasn't working Thursday." Yeah, I know. <laughs> or the guys that are in there now for the next shift, they're like, "Ooh, better to be in here, Ooh. cramped. At least I got a transistor radio." It's just probably 
not jump out when they have guns, huh? <laughs> what uh what else? I mean, what else? I mean, what else? The house, the house is uh done, you know, not far away. The, the Indy's house yeah. that he pulled up to. Yeah. The yeah, brick, it's the funny. brick house. That's his house, huh? Yeah. Pretty. I, I like how in the other ones, I guess he's America looks like Illstreet Studios and stuff. Like yeah. to see it to uh, what a fucking nitpicking right now I am. <laughs> and the American shots look too American. I know, but uh, well, because it's also supposed to be what East Coast. We don't know quite what state we're in, right? It was shot in Connecticut, right? That New that, Jersey. I think it was shot at Princeton, wasn't it? But it was the first I Indiana Jones movie that was shot all in the. In the United mm, States. Yeah, oh, in the UK. that's right. And, and that's they shot some of it in Downey. Yeah, with that jungle chase is when I feel like, oh, something is really comes out of um, people had to go and stay at a hotel for three weeks and only focus on yeah. uh, the digital, not to go back to that, but just like that is where it f- most feels like, oh, I wish you guys had gotten out of the country and uh, been okay with being away from your families for a few months. What is it about? <laughs> what is it about the Shia LaBeouf? sword fight and vine swinging that is so off-putting. Well, it's really the vine swinging. I could stomach the sword fight. The sword fight actually great. is not bad because it is at least The worst up. part for yeah. me, though, is the uh, shoe yes. yeah. when he stretched between the two cars because right. it looks doesn't look natural. It looks like a video game. It I looks do like, like the a, thought of Marion being a like stage mom, but for fencing where she's you know always like running him through <laughs> You know, mom, I'm just getting out of the car. Repost. You know, Shia, whenever I would see Shia LaBeouf at, at my gym, um, he would be working out, I swear to God, in jeans <laughs> and yeah. work boots. He lives now. He lives in Pasadena, not far from the Indiana Jones. House. Oh, my God. Yes. I've seen him walking outside his house. Have yeah. you seen Walking him? outside the Indiana Jones No, <laughs> he just going by there. I he fucking blew it, man. <laughs> Well, he did. Remember, he said he talked some shit in an interview. Yeah, and And Ford and Spielberg both had to speak to him behind the scenes and say, "Like, hey, support all the people that worked on this movie and get in line, buddy." Um, So I not because of that reason, but I do love LaBeouf. I think he's a great actor. I think he's good in this, and uh, I like him. And I mean, I think he's probably yeah the best character in this. He's the best thing about those Transformers. Yeah, he does have yeah. the in yeah. they do these um clips collections of him and Transformers going no 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 yeah. no no yeah. no 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 <laughs> and in Crystal Skull he has a few of those like stop 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 yeah. stop stop I think it's they, he does it a lot because really anybody can do that and it sounds natural right That's yeah true. like any yeah think he did they also wrote the character to suit him very well because he's in that undeniable phase of young man thing where he's just a ball of testosterone yeah. and and like um gainsaying and negativity and so mutts a lot like that well and yeah. then uh, the fact that he's yeah emulating um brando and the yeah. wild one who's like the first method has actor right. yeah it is he does seem to be kind of bringing a has anyone stuff ever to- <laughs> cut together a super cut of of jeff goldblum just uh i'm just saying uh but like i want it continuous from every movie he's ever and somehow you um you can stitch them together so it goes up and up Uh, uh, jeff goldblum is abner ravenwood (laughs) (laughs) who i mean who could it be let's like seriously age-wise it could have been 2008 yeah but who has that 
sense so you just, gotta have it Oxley be. is so in all and everywhere miscast because yeah. the guy that you would imagine is like this adventurer kind of proto Indiana Jones who's down there is like just an older it, what Sean Connery would have been right like uh, yeah who, so who's somebody who's like 15 years older 20 years older than Harrison Karen or, or, yeah, yeah yeah and uh is Burley <laughs> Or was a strong man, Charlton Heston? Was, did he have to be a strong man? No, he no, doesn't have to like, be a strong oh, man. I'm just, just like to counter that. In my mind, Oxley wouldn't be this like. Oh, right. Yeah, he was a proto indie. Yes. Yeah, okay, kind of yeah. imagining. Uh, yeah. Ooh, uh, Richard oh. Garner. Um, James Garner. James Garner. James Garner is good, but Eastwood. Eastwood would have been rad. Shit. If you heard Karen Allen's dad is Clint Eastwood. But now imagine Eastwood playing that role. Ah, oh, Henry, Henry Jones Jr. Yeah, they would have to chase it because I don't get him. But uh, yeah, because you would also see how Harrison Ford was intimidated by this guy yeah, and like yeah. was uh, Ravenwood wow. was his mentor. That'd be awesome. That's the way to go, I think. Uh, In I can't imagine Clint Eastwood stepping onto a a stage like with green screen. And, I know. Yeah. Burt, Burt Reynolds. Maybe it happens in Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. It, yeah, could still be, it could still be Clint Eastwood. Yeah. That's right. It is, as his Gran Turismo character. Who Dude, else one is take, Steven. Gene Hackman. Sure. Sure. That's Eastwood. Yeah, I know it's Eastwood, but I, now you just got my mind reeling. Um, what if it was... Um, Donald Sutherland. Dame Edna. <laughs> the late great Dame Edna. Yeah, the guy. Oh, I feel bad about wishing Dame Edna died. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sutherland. Australia's greatest yeah. comedic export. <laughs> Dame Edna. <laughs> uh, yeah, Donald Sutherland would be good. Um, Kiefer Sutherland would have been good as the Cape Blanchard. <laughs> I don't know why I said I just went. Robert Redford? <laughs> Talk about a Keeper Sutherland. Uh, Redford would be well, Redford would be really good. Paul Newman I was just, he still alive? When did he die? Paul, yes. Oh wait. Oh wait. Newman's still alive. Yeah. Um. I hate Robert Redford. That would have pissed me do off. Do you really? Yeah. Why you hate him? I hate him. Why do you hate him? <laughs> I like his movies. The movies that he's in, despite him, but he will often ruin a whole movie. Why? Why so strong about Too him? Self conscious, handsome guy. I don't like it. Oh. Like a Warren Beatty. He doesn't. But you like three joke waterfalls? <laughs> How can you like three joke waterfalls and I can trust you on anything regardless? Of... We all saw it coming, Paul. It wasn't funny. Oh, man. I loved it. I was like, three waterfalls. They, they knew how to beat the waterfall gang. Do three of them. <laughs> James Coburn. Sure. Yeah. I'm just still going. No, you yeah, can't that, be Eastwood. I get it. I get I, it. I'm willing to. Coburn that. and Harrison Ford would have like a finger off, like in terms of acting. James know. Coburn has like those He's long those crazy. Well, oh, he had arthritis. Yeah, and they're like, always like cranked, oh, cranked him up. Get ready to Twitter to come at you again. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't that? Isn't it fun not going on Twitter? Yeah, like, I haven't been on in months. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying about. I me. use it to promote me, and I don't even do that anymore. And it's I don't know cool. what's happening. Using in the world. it just That's as a beauty. promotional tool. It's the beauty of yeah. uh, social media. It's like I'm not that social. Yeah, see a media. Yeah. Don't need I'm it. I'm hanging on by a thread. Don't need a media. <laughs> Any final thoughts on <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Christmas skull? 
<laughs> oh, Indiana Jones Christmas movie. Oh, God. Oh, oh let's talk briefly amazing. about young Santa Indiana Jones. Real in Indiana Jones. That's what he finds. He, he finds, finds the that. North Pole. That Indiana Jones in the North Pole. Yeah. Uh, that also... Um, Indiana Jones. Uh, hey, do you guys want to know the biggest like plot hole ever that like was pointed out to me? Sure. Uh, just with Santa Claus being pointed out. Maybe we talked about this before, about how um, Elf, the the at the end, how it's like, we need... Christmas cheer and for people to believe in Santa again to power the sleigh. Uh-huh. Now, we've seen that Santa has elves that make toys and we also see Santa delivers the toys. In what universe <laughs> is Santa delivering toys once a year and there is no Christmas spirit and no believing in Santa? Are these parents psychotic? Wait. Who, who, who rely on Santa to bring their presents and then when it's time to believe in Santa, they're like, no. No Christmas cheer for Santa sleigh, <laughs> even though I know for a fact each year he brings <laughs> gifts to my children. So in the world where Santa is every year without fail bringing gifts to yeah. your home, yeah, you're refusing to believe. Why is there? Why is there a question of his? You have a good point. I see your point. I think they mostly cut to the Jewish families. Uh, really bring anything over. Well, it's beggar's belief too. How many times are we going to believe Indiana Jones doesn't really believe in this mumbo jumbo? Well, that's just I, my heart leapt when I thought of an actual Indiana Jones fight Santa Claus. I was like, I no, the logic doesn't hold up. Oh, it sure does. Everybody would. I would guess. be willing to. They do would it. know that he exists. Or if he did exist at one point, but you know, oh. it was an ancient tradition. Oh, and that yeah, he covers that. Yeah. And he's the one who's been drinking the maybe yeah. that guy in the last crusade is Santa Claus. <gasps> he finds him in some kind of oh. cave, you know. What's that guy's name? Uh, you chose wisely. Yeah. You chose poorly. Sir. Joseph of Arimathea. Sir. <laughs> Wait a minute. Saint Joseph of Arimathea. Saint Saint jo- Joseph of Arachrithmathea. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, man. You said last thoughts. Well, I no, I said let's talk about help <laughs> briefly about young Indiana Jones because yeah, we I, talked about this before yes. we went on mic that there's an episode of Indiana Jones of young set Indiana in the 50s Jones. with Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones on break from the fugitive and he's bearded and it's an episode with Jeffrey Wright where he plays saxophone. I actually remember really liking it, but there's young Indiana Jones two versions, the kid and the Jeffrey team. Wright's in it too. Just that episode. Oh, cool. And then they cut this out after the TV run on, was it ABC? And it moved to like the family channel. And then when it went to streaming, but there used to be bookends to the young Indiana Jones Chronicles where Indy was in his his nineties and he had a eye patch and he would start and end the episodes. And they eventually cut that stuff out. The beginning and end of every episode, or yeah. just uh, oh, that's yeah. interesting. And Whoa. so, so is he going to lose his eye in Dial of Destiny? Well, or one does of the Harrison Ford shoot new wraparounds now? Uh, <laughs> awesome. One of the one of the <laughs> scripts that leaked that was from a fan. Everybody thought was real because Indy loses an eye in it, and they all thought like they were doing continuity with that. But but it was somebody who. Really care. Someone who just yeah. knows the mythology. Yeah. Appreciates it. So I bet on YouTube you can watch these wraparounds. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool to watch. Yeah. I've never dug into the Chronicles, but they're on. Me either. But now that I know that this episode exists, I'm going to watch it on. I remember really liking platform. it. It's they're, They like skew towards the education, all these things. They're not yeah, action packed. Well, what's and, not to like about uh, being educated while you're entertained? A, this is an episode about jazz. Oh, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, the um, I never had the uh, e- even if young Indiana Jones Chronicles had been action packed, I just could never lock into action adventure TV series. Yeah, because it. Cause I always knew it wasn't as. Imagine being a character. It wasn't lethal weapon. Or yeah, and they they were written by well Darabont writ some. Um, Terry Jones from Monty Python directed. Oh. Some, uh, I think Dave, this is where David Kep got his start. I mm. think, uh, there's some other people in there too. I forget, but like to be such a character, a beloved character by Harrison Ford that he's willing to play him on television. I know. And like a half right. kid thing. And it's in the snow too. Yeah. So it's interesting. And he, hmm. they, well, there's like a chase and then they just end up in a cabin. Right. Recalling this story. It's oh, worth cool. watching. So he's like mid adventure. It's not. Yeah, I haven't seen it since it literally aired on TV. But... I hadn't know it existed until today. Uh, so, fun. and then are there some novels? Any tie-in novels or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Um, he meets the boxcar children and stuff. <laughs> the little rascals. Boonicula. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the R Gang Mysteries. I mean, I guess he would have been, but he would have been an adult by the, you know. When Spanky was around. That's oh yeah, because we were yeah. asking, does this fit? Um, Crystal Skull is after the young Indiana Jones episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's yes. 1950, supposedly. 50 and somewhere in so the after that, he 57, shaved his beard. 57. 1957 is is Crystal Skull. Yeah, and this one is 69. This movie. Yes, so he's 70 nice. in this. Uh, right, because he's he goes to Woodstock. I believe it. And then he goes and sees a re-release of Honor Majesty's Secret Service. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> if that was the movie, like if Harrison Ford showed up to the theater to watch Honor Majesty's Secret Service and Phoebe Waller-Bridge was there and they just look up at the screen and then we all watch Honor Majesty's <laughs> Secret <what> Service. <laughs> Didn't this come out a year ago? <laughs> Shut up. Let's just just watch it. It's good. Yeah, that uh, um, it will be the first Indiana Jones movie that exists in a James Bond era, in that in the yeah. real world. So I wonder if Indiana Jones goes to a James Bond. Movie. I like, bet he does. He's you like, think- hey, <laughs> this kind of stuff I do. Yeah, yeah. But bridge he's suddenly they suddenly has a Cockney accent, and she goes, "Well, you James Bond." <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she references that at some point. That'd be cool. So uh, as long as they don't do a thing where Indy walks by a shop and somebody's on the piano going like, you know, like, no, no, it's a Hendrix. Hendrix yes. comes up with it. Oh my God. <laughs> He's doing Star Spangled Banner. Or you know how in Crystal Skull like when they that. walk through the, <laughs> they're in the warehouse and the arc crate is busted open yeah. and it just gives you a little of that music. He's going to be in a bar and there'll be a bottle of Crystal Skull vodka that that (laughs) camera pants to. And then they'll give you the theme from this movie, which I couldn't even tell you what it is. We haven't even talked about. This is the weakest John Williams score of probably any movie. And I I love this man. Don't get me wrong, but I couldn't tell you any theme from this movie. It's just very unmemorable. Bridge of Spies in the color purple. Yeah, but he Hound didn't Dog. even do those. We know Hound Dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that sticks out. I think it'll be yeah. better. I think everybody's more into this new one than Skull. I think. I think they're phoning in in a lot on this movie. It feels phoned in. The the feeling of like, oh, they didn't want to leave the country and go outside the yeah. studios there, and the um, yeah, the wooden thing with the like, I just I wish he wasn't as 
growly. If you just had a little lightness, because what it ends up sounding is like your dad's impression of John Wayne. I know. Because it'll be like, okay, then we're going to have to go to that temple after all. Oh, well, then if Eastwood was in it, it'd be really grunty. It'd be like grunting back and forth. I know, grunt off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ravenwood, you piece of shit. (laughs) Well, listeners. (laughs) That's the last line of the (laughs) dialogue destiny. I'm Ray. I'm Ravenwood. You piece of shit. <laughs> da, 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 da. And that's the opening line too. It's just, that's the whole movie. Oh, it's a, like a the wall. No, it's just that quick. <laughs> no, you know the wall ends with. Oh yeah, it ends where the beginning goes. <laughs> in. Well, last time we recorded right after we bought tickets. Yeah, I want to say I have three tickets to three. Different screenings? Screenings of this movie already. That's I, awesome. God, dude. I hope I like this How many thing. days in a row? Are you doing three days in a row? Uh, well, you and I, us three, we're going on the 30th. Yeah. But that wasn't, I wanted to see sure, it as soon as I could. So I'm going on the 29th. So we'll get to read your face on the 30th when we're sitting down for the movie. You'll be yeah. Like, huh? What is, what are Gorley's eyes I'm going to come us? in like rigidly like, are you, are you excited about watching this again? That's what we'll say to him. <laughs> and then a friend I know is renting out the El Capitan to watch it at nine o'clock in the morning on like July 6th or something. Right on. That sounds fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, is that a typical thing that people can rent out the El Capitan? I've never heard of it before. Sometimes I see like posters at like the, you know, but at the mall or something about like renting out a theater. Yeah. It seems so, uh, costly. But then when I see advertisements for it, I'm like, well, I guess this person, is in no need of money. Is it uh, Daddy Warbucks? It's Elon Musk. It's Elon Musk. (laughs) Your friend Elon. It's Harrison Ford. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, That's where David Letterman bought his first car. Harrison Ford. That's what he always would say. That's that's what he would say. (laughs) You know, I bought my first car, Harrison Ford. (laughs) Okay, so predictions. Of Dial of Destiny? Whether you'll like it, whether you won't, whether mm. what we will or won't see. Man. I. For instance, does he ride off in the sunset? Does he die? I, I think I think I'll like it. And I'm hoping I like it more than Crystal Skull. But we'll see. I, I bet he dies. I don't think he's going to die. Uh, to say, I think I'll like it, meaning I don't think I'll hate it. Yeah. Like, I don't hate Crystal I wonder Skull. how much of the Logan bag of tricks Mangold will be using on this. I think the the franchise hero dying with Logan and Bond is done for now. And Tony Stark. Uh, Spoilers, everybody. <laughs> and Han Solo. <laughs> Spoilers again. Yeah, Spoilers even again. just because of Han Solo, they probably won't do it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, hey, so. we did that. With the other Lucasfilms thing, so yeah. Unless do you they think do there'll be thing where like you cut to um, like Daisy Ridley and she imagines both Han Solo and Indiana Jones, oh. or Indiana <laughs> Jones? Like, are you a force echo? No, no, I'm in your, I'm in your mind. <laughs> do you think there'll be any handoff to Phoebe Waller Bridge's character? No, but Mutt, yes. Mutt's finally gonna be able to put that hat on. He's He'll do like a pound puppies kind the of hat. Thing. I hope that there's a post credit sequence where the hat finally blows to Mutt's uh, feet and Shia LaBeouf fixes it Shia LaBeouf up. on Venice Beach being good. 
<laughs> just 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 wasted that that way you can't tell if someone's dirty or tan yeah, yeah and yeah. he's just oh my god sitting there with like two women in bikinis smoking a spliff in 1969 oh wait i i gotta hear more of this this is or he's like uh they're camping in malibu yeah in a trailer mutt yeah mutt showed up just like uh as like a almost like batman 66 kind of thing where like Indiana Jones runs by like a trailer and then the door opens oh, and yeah. sticks his head. I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> Closes it. You're a teacher? Part time. <laughs> That's so weird. Do you know there's also two versions of that because the trailer had the a different better. reading. Yeah. It was part time. Yeah. Part time. Oh, man. Should we give this uh, some sort of uh, rating yeah. on a scale of uh, zero, zero, zero to zero, 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 seven? <laughs> uh, so, of course, of course. I'm trying to remember. I know Raiders was seven and Crusade well, for me was six and Temple of Doom was probably a six for me, I would think. Yeah. This is a three for me. Easy three because three and a half would be Average. dead middle. Mm. This is a little below dead middle. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where's that fall in sort of James Bond territory for you? Uh, it falls into like a, like a. Um, oh yeah, what's your corresponding three yeah, and a half a good or question. three? Tomorrow never dies for your eyes only. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow never dies. You blasphemous motherfucker. <laughs> 10 out of 10, even though we only go to seven. <laughs> I'm giving it a four because it's still an indie movie. Sure. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. I still watch it. Uh, Yeah, I was four and a half. <gasps> Whoa. Now I feel bad. The three waterfalls really got him. I'll see your four and a half. <laughs> I'm giving it a four and a half too. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. I can't. I, 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 I like, um. Uh, I called it a little lousy. That's too strong of a word. It's, yeah. just, it's just not as good as the other one. It's flawed. But, it's yeah. it's not finished. It's underbaked. Yeah. And a little overbaked. I think over-baked. we should rebake it. You know what? It's true. So the harshest thing is just it's not as good as the other ones, but that's just because the other ones are so darn good. Yeah. Mm. Part time. Part time. Part time. Well, we'll be back not long from now with our final episode of Indiana Jones. I imagine we'll all rate seven, not a seven. Stay right? tuned. Uh, yeah, because we have plans to record the episode the day after we see it. Yes, which, so it'll be, as uh, we have known from recording things like Spectre and No Time to Die immediately after seeing it, this will in no way skew our love of the movie. We're not going to come out I'm, raving. I'm going to. And <laughs> I don't care if I'm wrong. I just don't care. We can revisit later. So we're seeing it on a Friday. So Saturday, what is the date? We're on recording that? on Saturday, the 1st of July. First, of, It'll come out that day, this episode. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh-huh. it'll give you kids a chance to see it on your Fridays and then your Thursday, listen, Friday or yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Listen to us on Saturday. That's fun. Uh, Indiana Jones and theoretically will return once we all watch that young Indiana Jones episode and then ride the ride at Disneyland. <laughs> I have been having quite a bit of anticipation leading up to this in a way that I haven't for a franchise movie from my childhood in a long time mm-hmm. where I feel like all year I've been thinking about this movie. It feels really sentimental do you think to me. That it was, do you think that Force Awakens, you weren't feeling that because you had been wronged by three previous movies? No, I, I had it a bit for Force Awakens, um, but... And I liked that movie. I saw Force Awakens at a screening that Conan was at. Oh, you did? Yeah. Hmm. Seemed to enjoy it about as much as I did. (laughs) Once I saw Last Jedi, which didn't really land for me, uh, I think that kind of all that stuff went away for a while. But now 
it's back in. And I was this way with No Time to Die too, where I, I just knew going in, I don't even care if this is bad. These movies exist out of time and criticism for me. I'm just happy yeah. to have them. Happy to have them. If the next one has a a, a wit and genuine like... Yeah. Because, you know, most of the time when we were talking about Joyce Raiders, Temple of Doom... <laughs> it does. Raiders, <laughs> Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade, most of the time we'd be talking about how funny they were. Yeah, Remember, guys, right. How I much know, we Last Crusade. Yeah. Screwball so I got comedy. a good feeling Dial of Destiny. Is that why you came hard house. on the three waterfall joke? You're trying it's to bring literally the rule of three. Go on, guys. Do what it's doing. And then, like, Karen Allen's comatose holding onto the steering wheel. The way you're sinking your teeth into those wobble woos. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the wobble use. Call it a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.